This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Spoiler alert. What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to episode number 358 of What Did You Watch This Week? My name is Mike. My name is John. What up, John? Uh, not much. Yeah. yeah not much not, here either. Not a whole heck of a lot to uh, to discuss this week. Um, I, I did have a fun little story where uh, we went to see Julia's family this week, and uh, her dad said, I'm still enjoying the podcast, but I haven't been able to listen to the last few because uh, – we're not caught up on Ted Lasso. Oh, geez. Yeah. I was like, that, that would be an issue. That is an issue. And I totally get it. I was like, you are in for a treat. And they're like, oh, yeah, we know. We know. But, oh, it's just getting the time. And, yeah. Nice. Nice. Yep. Well, glad they're enjoying it. Yeah. Well, he is. I don't think her mom listens. Um. So, yeah, I I only have, like, a couple of shows to talk about this week and two movies. I got a couple more movies than that, but, like, last Friday, I didn't, I took a, most of, I took a, mostly a vacation day, and I went to Connecticut and back for wrestling to go see uh, Al Hilo Del Vikingo. Uh, very excited to see uh, Vikingo, son of Vikingo, anyways, um, and for Northeast Wrestling in, in Waterbury. And then the next day, uh Fuddy dudded and went to a brewer for wrestling. So I had a big wrestling weekend, live events. Define fuddy dudded. Uh, slept in a little bit, took the recycling back, uh, did some stuff around the house, uh, watched like a cabin masters and a queer eye, and then took off and went to wrestling. So it's mm. kind of fuddy dudded. And then Sunday, uh, got the lawn mowed in the morning. Got all the yard work done, you know, the weed whacking, all that stuff like that. Went for a walk. Uh, watched a movie. Had dinner, went for another walk. Watched another movie. So I did watch two movies yesterday. Nice. And we probably watched a Cabin Masters and a Queer Eye. So. Oh, can you hear that? I did. I heard someone revving their engine and just like dumped the, it. This is nonstop in the summertime out here. It's like when we first moved in, we were like, oh, yay, we're living together. This is great. You know, right in the heart of the city. This year, it's fuck motorcycles. Like, in all honesty, there's no need of it. They come off the rotary and they just gun it to head up Western Ave. It's a 25-mile-an-hour zone. So I I don't know what they're opening up their throttle for, but – there's no need of it. You're coming off the rotary doing 25, but every one of them comes off the big trucks too. Blum, 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 blum. And then they get past us and they calm right down. But yeah, that's, it's just, it's very annoying. But Hey, you know, at least the market's uh, still shit. There you go. Positivity, positivity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But yeah, so uh, this week I got an odd week myself, and then uh, we're heading to Ocean City, Maryland on Saturday for the week, so I will not be around and record next Monday. Um, I, I will be around, but I guess I will not record since you won't no. be here. Well, we got two new shows starting this week in Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. Mm. Not new shows, but returning shows. And um, oh shit, what was the other one? Black Mirror. That's right. Black Mirror is coming back for another season. So, yep. you know, we'll have that to talk about in a couple of weeks. We'll have a couple episodes of uh, Star Trek and everything. Well, but next otherwise, week we have uh, Secret Evasion starts up on, uh, well, nine days from now. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have that next time we record. And so right. we'll have like, go ahead. 30 days from now, the after party season two comes out. Fucking right. So excited for that. But the next time we record, we'll actually have at least three shows that we both watch to talk about. Whereas this time, we don't have a single one. No, we don't. Nope. Um, have you? I finished Barry. Uh, all four we have, seasons. We have not gotten back into Barry. We had a, a good weekend like you did where we were productive. You know, you commented as soon as we got on the podcast that we rearranged the office. It wasn't just like rearranging. We're trying to make it a little more like I spend so much of my day in this room because <clears throat> I work from home, you know, other than two days out of the month, I work from home. So this is kind of my base of operations. Movies and um, had, had just a very productive and good weekend. And as a result, we, like we saw some shows, but we did not go back to binge Barry. We, we had a bit of an argument on that. It wasn't even an argument, but I was like, it's been long enough. We should go back and start from season one. And she's like, no, that's too much. And I'm like, it's yeah. only like eight episodes per season. They're half an hour each. She's like, no, we're in the third season. We're going to watch that. And I'm like, well, then apparently that's what we're doing. Um, Had that been an you, argument, I would have lost it. Yes, you would have. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. When I burped a little bit ago, could you hear that? Oh, absolutely. Okay, I pushed the mute button, and evidently it did not mute me. So that is did, good did she to know. say mute on? Well, so my old one didn't, and this one does say mute on, which I didn't think about until I hit the mute button and then nothing happened that it didn't mute. Uh, I also don't have my USB port plug for this; it got mm. lost already, so nice. it's Bluetoothed in. Ah, but. Are you sure you're hitting the right button? Because I know on mine, there's like one all the way down at the bottom. There's just, there's just the one button on the side. that says mute microphone. Hmm. And it's not, it's not working. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's because yeah. of the Bluetooth, maybe it's functionality is limited. Oh, um, the, vol the volume's working. Check your settings in Skype. Hmm. Look at the microphone. They might have two different listings like mine does. One says like hands-free headset and one says stereo headset or something. Mine says headset to the TKHS001 and then microphone Realtek are the built-in one. So it's only giving hmm. me those two options. Okay. Well, I'm at the end of my text. I tech definitely would not have belched like that. I mean, it was impressive, <laughs> I realized, but I would not have done that intentionally. This episode is cursed, folks. Um, in fact, that is going to be the title. Because Can you still hear me? It, yeah. Okay, great. 
Because it took us um, like six different attempts to get onto this Skype call and stay on the Skype call. Um, and uh, now Mike is belching because he doesn't have a mute button. I can't wait to see what else we're going to run into. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my headset just shut off and <laughs> back on. This episode is cursed. Mm. Great. My mute button doesn't work. I rely on that way too much. If you hold in on that button, it probably turns your headset off. No, there's a power buttons on the side. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but it's amusing to watch him poke himself in the ear over and over again. Whatever. This is stupid. Yeah, this episode's cursed. Okay. So uh, what else All did right. you watch for shows? Well, we I watched Barry, and I finished Barry, and I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. So I can't wait to catch up because, like I said, Aaron Hall also stopped me, and he said, I don't know what to think about it. He said, but I don't want to tell you what I think because I want you to go into it raw. And I said, okay. Yeah. So we shall see. Yeah, I just, I, 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 I just don't know what to think. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if I like it or not. The ending or the show in general? The ending. Okay. Yeah. Like, I just, I really want your perspective. Okay. Because on one hand, I'm like, well, for storytelling purposes and yada 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 and da 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 blah 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 blah. blah. But on the other hand, I'm like, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> okay. I can't wait to check it out. So. Anyhow, uh, the other shows I've watched this week. Uh, well, I, I mentioned it earlier. We we watched uh, Main Cabin Masters. We're midway through season eight, which is the most recent season on the Max. Um, we just enjoy the show. It's uh, we live in the area. They do a lot of their work, so it's that's what's fun to us. Um, and we watch Queer Eye, the new season on on the Netflix. Uh, again, we're about midway through that season. Um, just enjoy the show. Love the interaction of the, I guess the, the cast, the queers with uh, their people that are doing their makeovers on and, and, and just how everything is. And uh, I just enjoy that. We just enjoy that thoroughly. And then the other show, the wife and I are watching together is deadliest catch. And this has been a very good season, you know, lots of, hey. tra- lots, of lots of drama. Yeah. Button heads. You've been mentioning some uh, poaching. Was it? Some some poaching going on, some illegal fishermen, illegal crabbers mm. causing problems with the uh, the price of the crab. People dying, not on the show, but like family members. Oh, off, okay. Off 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 camera. <laughs> I was like, if they're dying on the show, like that changes everything. Yeah, people getting fired for being drug addicts. Mm. All kinds of stuff. Which I'm assuming is not just a straight up like you're fired. There's probably a lot of drama and a lot of. Um, what I say intrigue. Um, yep. There is, there is some, there is some, uh, some stuff going on, some conveyances of the drama, mm, words yeah. and feelings and such stuff and things. 
Yep. Yep. But no, we uh, it's, we enjoy all three shows for what all three bring to the table as far as entertainment value wise. Yeah. Uh, Reality shows just have some good like yeah. they they get trashed a lot. There are some that are complete trash, uh, but I, I I think that they fill a void sometimes. They they satisfy a need. Well, and to me, it's certain types of reality shows. But uh, I guess wow, that is we are watching three reality shows right now. Holy shit! <laughs> like I don't care for like Big Brother, Real World, Survivor. I don't I don't care about those things. Like they have never really thrilled me. But oh yeah, these three are really good. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. I thought about like more than once, like starting a new old show um a new just, oh i see what you're saying like like picking up friday the 13th the series and watching that um so something that you've seen before but yeah like i've never seen every i've never seen every episode of that i've seen a good chunk i watched multiple episodes in the past i've seen you know but i thought about doing something like that like i was watching like the night caller for a while on youtube but they don't have every episode it's really the only way you can watch it <clears throat> Um, and it's decent enough, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't feel like feeling being in, uh, being invested that heavily, I guess. Okay. Cause like, I've also thought about like, I haven't started FUBAR when I could haven't Same. started Citadel. Same. Um, I haven't watched silo because you said it started out great. And then, Oh no, now it sucks. Like no more episodes so we're caught up there's like seven episodes out now um it episode five kind of sucked well it kind of started getting ridiculous there are some questions that i have and so backing up a second kelly you know kelly uh she's read the books there's like five books yeah. in this series um, and so she's read those and she's been super excited for this show to come out. So as we go through the show, I'm sending her questions and I'm like, this makes no sense. Why is this? Why is this? Why is this? And she's answering them to the best of her ability, but she's also saying that never happened in the books. None of this is from the books. This has changed so much from the books. So apparently anybody who's read the books is going to run into something very different. Um, yeah. so that's been kind of fun to, you know, hear how things are different but yeah um episode five got ridiculous six picked it right back up seven yes but there's also like there are some stupid people in here like there are some stupid people and a lot of it i don't know there's a lot of things that as you're watching it you're going really really (laughs) you can't see that really are, are you serious on this so we find ourselves doing that, but also compelled to watch the next one. Um, I, I'm not going to give it a hard sell, but I'll give it a sell. Like it is, it is um, an interesting mystery. And every week we're excited that there's a new episode, even if we end up saying what the fuck more often than not. Interesting. So this isn't like watch hate watching it. Like we hate watching. No that. manifest manifest yes by the way it's coming back for another season on the flick (sighs) i know that's so crazy yeah yes that is yeah i want to know who these people are that like freaked out we're like we need more manifest you can't take it from us i don't know it's idiots yeah 
that's what it is. It's, it's idiots. So. What else are you watching? Um, so Silo World caught up. Uh, I had sent you a picture the other day. We watched an episode of Doctor Who, the Saranga Conundrum, which mm-hmm. starts off with the crew on a junk planet trying to find something. And uh, they end up finding a sonic landmine that blows all their guts into different parts. They're picked up by a medical rescue ship. And uh, one of the two doctors, the more senior one, is Roy Kent. And I was like, look, it's Roy. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yep. It's funny to see him in a different role and also not growling and being gruff. And, Uh, you know, yeah, it's just like, we need to help you. I'm like, Roy, (laughs) come on. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so we watched that. Uh, We also picked up one new show on Peacock this week. Uh, It's called Based on a True Story. All eight episodes dropped. The first one's 44 minutes. Every other one's like a half an hour or less. Uh, I don't want to give away too much. We're only three episodes in. Um, The premise of it is that you've got Kaylee Cuoco, who is a pregnant real estate woman. uh, But she's not great at it. Like she just got moved up from apartments to actual houses and she's not that great. Um, Can't quite make a commission. And then her husband he is a retired and that's air quotes retired tennis pro who blew out his knee. So he never made it to the, the top of the heap, I guess. Um, so now he coaches tennis lessons at the Beverly Hills tennis club or country club or whatever. And, uh, the two of them, she's obsessed with crime podcasts. Uh, they, they want to make a crime podcast based on a serial killer that is striking their neighborhood. And they think that they figured out who it is. So they want to do a podcast with the serial killer before he's been caught. Um, it's good. It's not, I'm not going to say run right out and watch it, but it is fun. Um, they do have some awkward stuff in there. You know, one of those like, where the characters are acting really scared or really like nervous because the police are questioning them and they're doing that, tr- that classic TV thing where they're like, you know, uh, 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 and it kind of becomes awkward and grating. Um, there's a number of scenes like that throughout the three episodes that we've watched, but I can honestly say that it's fun and it's either stupidly simplistic right out of the gate or, there's a really good mystery going on here. And I don't know which one it is yet because I keep looking to Julia and saying, do you think this is really what's happening? And then she'll do the same thing. She'll be like, Oh, what if it was this? But it could be that none of these mysteries are happening. Like we're just reading too far into it. And it is just straightforward, simple cut and dry. It's interesting. Um, I would, I would give it a sell. Like I said, not a hard sell, but on the cusp of a hard sell. But you'd still give it a sell. I would give it a pretty strong sell. Like it is very entertaining. Kaylee Cuoco's great anyways, but I, I would give it a sell because I think it's going to be very interesting. I, I think there's more to it than the simplicity that that they've got going on here. So yeah. But like I said, all eight episodes are out now. They're most of them are half an hour or less. The first one's 44 minutes, but yeah, it's right there on Peacock. Okay. 
but that's it for the shows. I've I've seen it on there. I've seen it advertised. I'm curious about it, mostly because she's in it. Yep. It it just launched the other day. So. um. Uh, I watched the most recent episode of How I Met Your Father. Um, It's 21 minutes long. I don't dislike it, but it doesn't blow me away. So kind of 21 minutes of like, "Eh, I'll watch the story. (laughs) Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Is that it for shows? That's it for shows. I just got movies. Would you watch for movies? Uh, I watched two movies. You said you watched what four? I got one, two, three, four, five to talk about. I uh, say you go first. All right. Well, I watched a classic one for me, The Howling. Ooh, the original. I watched it. Yeah, I, it gets all people love it. Gets all kinds of praise. I haven't watched it in a very long time. I didn't care for it. No, it wasn't that great. Yeah, I don't I, remember liking it very much the first time, but it's like, I'll give it a same. try. I'm older now. No, I was in the same boat. I I didn't hate it, but it just didn't really do anything for me. Yep. Was that yep. was that because uh, your daughter wanted to watch another horror movie? No, um, watched it by myself. Hmm. Yep. Watched it by myself. Um, I watched a movie called The Retreat. That sounds familiar. Um, well, it's about a, oh, I'm going to say some people that rent an Airbnb and they advertise because they really want to pull in nice homosexual couples so they could capture and torture and murder for oh. money on the internet. Okay. And as you know, they, they capture the wrong couple. That, yep. Yeah, okay. Um, that was on Showtime because I paid the twelve dollars and thirty one cents at Showtime to my Paramount for the rest of the year. I did as well, but I haven't taken advantage of it just yet. Yeah, I watched Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Really? Yeah. How did that end up treating you? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Okay. Yep, I did. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I can't. I can't uh, explain uh, thoroughly enough. I guess like. Uh, but you know how everyone today is since uh, not everyone today, but you know, today it's, there's, there's like a good portion of the population that is very sensitive about everything. And like, and I say sensitive cause we just weren't brought up that way, but they're just like, that was like, I feel threatened by your words and, or I'm trying, I'm acknowledging your emotional needs. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Okay. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, you're okay. you're trying to nicely not say that you you recognize a woke mob. Thank you. Except here's the thing: it was all woke people having an argument with each other while respecting and acknowledging others' feelings about things, in a in a specifically comedic way, of like how absurd people can be. Um. In a horror movie context, like it was actually like it was done in such a way that I'm like, that is cleverly funny. Hmm. So the whole movie was like this. No, uh, just one. A lot of the characters were like that. But at the end, it's like they're all having instead of just like yelling and screaming at each other and being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. It is like that woke mob mentality thing of acknowledging everyone's 
feelings and thoughts while expressing their own feelings and thoughts and wanting them to be acknowledged. And, you know, it was just, and, but for, it was done for, for comedic purposes almost brilliantly. I mean, it was hilarious. Like I enjoyed it thoroughly. Sounds um, like uh, when they introduced PC principal on South park, probably very, very similar kind it. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Basically. But I thought that was funny. I, I enjoyed it. I, I would probably give it a, a watch again in a couple of years or something like that. Like, you know. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. Despite that scene, the movie itself was good. The horror. But movie. I enjoyed that scene. Like, I'm trying to express that, like, they, it was done in a comedic mm. way that made it funny. And I'm like, I like no, this. Yeah, no, I wasn't. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said despite. It's like they're, they're acknowledging the absurdity of it. Right. But what Instead I was trying being, to get at yeah. was. You you picked out one scene to talk about, but the movie itself sure. as a whole yes. was really good too. Yes, but it's okay. like instead of being like, let's get the hell out of here, it's like we have to have this argument in a very PC way to get our point across when you're in a very dire straits, bad situation, but you're you don't want to be perceived as being like pushy or whatever. So like you have to, you know, it was just it was done really funny. Um, nice, I got gotcha. you. There was some good killings. There was some good story. Um, you had that people turning on people at a drop of a hat because of trust issues or this, that or whatever. And then um, there's a great little scene at the end that makes you go, no shit. Um, so it's on the showtime. I would watch it. I like it. Okay. Um, but what did you watch for movies? I got two more to talk about. I think they, I think at least one of them you probably watched. Uh, one of them that I watched was Renfield. I watched Renfield as well. So it's on Peacock. It's streaming. Um, After the movie, I said, if I had gone to the movies and paid money for this, I would have been upset. Not terribly upset, but I would have been like, hmm, I could have waited for that to come out free at home. Yes, that is absolutely a I would have been angry if I spent $15 to watch this movie. So the movie was not bad. I liked it. it. Definitely not great. Um, the, the story was, I mean, I I don't know what 12 year old they hired to come up with this story, but it was ridiculous. Like the, the not top drug family of new Orleans is going to team up with Dracula. Like Ben, Ben, uh, Teddy Lobo or whatever his name was. Mm-hmm. How, how many lives did he have? Like, is he a cat? Because <laughs> he got shot yeah, he at. He, yeah, he should have been dead. He should have died a lot. Yeah, a lot. Um, the thing that really got me and got me to love most of this movie was the absurd violence. Yes. If if that violence had been toned down to realistic standards, I would have disliked this movie. Yeah, no, the over-the-top violence was was fantastic. You know, the story, um, I looked at Julie at the end, uh, spoilers, everybody, but I looked at Julie and I was like, so are we just supposed to accept the fact that right now the uh, New Orleans Police Department doesn't exist? Like, that, well, that was that, literally that, everybody. That precinct, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so that precinct is gone. Yeah, there just, was a lot, there was a lot of, there's a lot of police officers getting killed. A lot um, of bad guys getting killed. A lot of a lot of them getting a killed. A lot of dead people. A lot <laughs> of dead people. Arms getting ripped off, uh, and then other and, people and, beaten to death and impaled with them. 
Yes, yes. Yeah, no, the, <laughs> the violence and the gore was definitely over the top. Um, yes. But I, I think in a, a very splendid way. Yes. Like, I really enjoyed the movie for the most part. If you want to break it down by story, I will not, because that's going to immediately, I'm going to have to say that it was terrible. Like, the story yeah. was awful. It was terrible. The well, writing no, the, was awful. The, no, the story wasn't good, but the rest of it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Completely cliched over the top ridiculous like you want to have half of the cops in a police precinct on the take even that's a stretch but every one of them except for one person is on, on the, the top take. of the bottom yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. and um, also everybody okay all the cops and all the bad guys show up and surround her and she got into her vehicle and drove away with mm-hmm. one shot to the shoulder that's it. They yeah. all had automatic assault rifles. Yeah, they did. And she got one hit to the shoulder. Yeah, she was she was very good at driving. And dodging bullets, apparently. But yeah, so it, taking out that kind of stuff, like it, it was a great movie. It was fun. If you want a popcorn movie, if you want ridiculous over the top violence, like we're talking John Wick style violence mixed with looney tunes honestly like if john wick were a cartoon character in the south park world is what you're looking at here it that was enjoyable um nicholas cage chewing up every scene that he was in as dracula phenomenal i would have liked to have seen more of him honestly but um yeah i thought it was good for what it was um, yeah, I also thought it was good for what it was. And I would say, go watch it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You, like we said, story's not great, but the, sh- the movie's fun. Still the same. It's a popcorn movie. Yeah, it is. But yeah, I liked mm-hmm. it. Uh, so the other left? movie I watched. Yes. Yep. And I don't, maybe you watched it. Maybe you didn't. Uh, I watched flaming hot. I did not watch flaming hot. So Flamin' Hot is the alleged true story of the creation of the Flaming Hot Cheetos or Hot Cheetos. It is a true story. Yes, and well <laughs> exaggerated, I'm sure. There's but. some there's some there's some doubt to the validity of the man's story. Whereas yes, he started out as a janitor, he worked his way up to the director of multi of, of multi uh, cultural marketing. Um, he had a tremendous hand in the marketing of the hot Cheetos, but the movie implies that he like invented the seasoning and everything. So that mm. could have been exaggerated a little bit, but this is a movie. This is a one-time watch for me. Like I enjoyed the story. It was really fun to watch. It was good. It was kind of cool seeing the feel good story, you know, of a factory worker in the late eighties and then early nineties. And, 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 you know, the, how this whole thing went down or whatnot. Um, So I, I enjoyed the show very much, the movie very much, but it's not a movie that I'm like, man, I'll watch this again in a few years. Like I I would have no reason to want to watch it again at all. Probably. Okay. You know, but I would recommend it as a a good, a good one-time watch. Okay. It's like people going back and going, Oh, let's watch how this, uh, this guy invented hot, hot Cheetos. I remember when I first saw the the 
the, just the tagline for it and the the brief description, I was like, no, no way, not going to do it. And then I watched the trailer and I went, hmm, I might yeah. actually check that out. Yeah, it was just it was a fun afternoon watch while Wesley was around because it's you know appropriate. You know, there's no cussing, no, no real cussing or nudity or anything of that nature. Depending from watching a movie in front of an eight year old, but um, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> nice. So what was your last movie? My last movie was Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, where'd you go see that? We ended up going to uh, Regal because I was able to book 2.30 Saturday afternoon seats in uh, the very back row in between all of the little handicap seats that are like, you know, well, you can you can buy these if you want, but. If somebody comes in and needs them for accessibility, then you're going to have to give them up. But there were two seats planted right in the middle that are just for anybody. And I tell you, I was looking Friday afternoon for Saturday at 2.30, and the whole place was very, very packed. So we got those two seats, and boy, I tell you, like normally I'm a middle of the the theater kind of guy, get the full surround sound and everything. But sitting up back there, first off, you have like an extra four feet in front of you. So nobody's tripping on you. Nobody's hitting your feet. Yep. Um, you get the wall behind you. So nobody's sitting behind you making noise. Primo. It, it was really great seating. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, for the ambiance, I will say that there was at least one mother who brought children that I, I don't think she thought it through. Um, this is an animated movie. It is a Spider-Man movie. These kids got bored halfway through and, you know, felt the need to quote every line as it was said or make commentary, stand up, laugh, run around. Um, probably should not have been in a movie theater for that long. They they just they weren't meant. Well, to still. I'm going to have to defend this stranger and say you went to a 2:30 matinee movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you had gone to like the 10 p.m. one, I'd be like, that lady's out of her mind. No, no, no. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, it ruined my experience. I'm saying that sure. that was a two sure. and a half hour movie. Kids that age. Oh, asking no, that them to sit choice. still for two and a half hours. Like, I think she didn't think that part through. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I will also say that the trailers beforehand were wildly like they were just kids movies. Yeah, just plain old kids movies. And I was like, this is okay. This is oh, and one trailer for the flash. So, um, and the movie itself, I can't even begin to tell you how much I love this movie. Um, yeah, everyone I know that I've seen it have talked about how much they love the movie. So the first movie into the spider verse is still one of my favorite movies. It's still to this day, one of the best pieces of cinema that I've watched in a long time. And don't come at me with, you know, Titanic or Godfather. I don't fucking care about that. I'm just saying that for me personally, watching this, it hit all the notes. It gave me all the good feels like the artwork, the music, everything was just amazing for into the spider verse. So starting off this one, the first, Okay, there's like 20 minutes of this movie before we even get to the opening credits. Mm -hmm. And then after that, there's about another 20 minutes or so that at that point I was like, you know, this is good. But the first one was better. Like, I I genuinely like the first one better. Um, 
after that point, it's no contest. This movie goes above and beyond the first movie in every way that it possibly can. It's so it's so amazing. It's so full of Easter eggs and secrets and little hidden things like it was beautifully done. It was amazingly animated. It was superbly acted like I loved everything about this movie. I, I was chomping at the bit to go see it again and again and again. Um, it, it's they've already announced that this is a standalone trilogy, like the last yeah. one is going to be called, I think, Beyond the Spider-Verse. There's no PS scene, I will tell you that, because they leave it on a cliffhanger. So there is no PS scene, and it says Spider-Man or Miles will return in Beyond the Spider-Verse. Dude, (laughs) it is so good, and it felt like it would never end. Like Every time you were like, okay, this is where they're going to end it, they kept going. And then if you thought they were going to end it, it kept going. Um, I will tell you this too. I know that they said that they were not bringing back spider ham or Spider-Man noir. And honestly, I didn't notice their absence. Like it wasn't one of those like, Oh, I wish they had been in here. Cause there's just so much going on. There's so much. Oh, I can't wait for you to watch this because we have to talk. There's so many things we have to talk about. Like even from the first movie, I've seen TikTok clips that are like, look, the first movie predicted what happened in the second movie. And it's, it's blowing my mind, dude. So yeah, this movie yeah, is a piece of art. All right. I look forward to checking it out. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, I got to Oh, anywho. So, yeah, that's that. I, I'm not saying anything more. No spoilers, but yeah. Yeah, I look forward to checking it out because <sighs> I do enjoy a good. Uh, I enjoyed the first one very much so. Yeah. So I cannot wait to see the second one. So I think that hmm. just brings us down to news and trailers, huh? It certainly does. Um, we got our first set photo of the fourth Captain America movie, which has now undergone a title change, um, which is interesting. I don't think that they actually said why they changed it, um, but it's going to be called Brave New World. Um, originally, it was called Captain America for New World Order. Now it's Captain America Brave New World. And I know that part of it could be because New World Order has kind of been a talking point for several popular conspiracy theorists for a little while. Um, It's kind of a a negative thing. So I would imagine that they kind of wanted to get away from that, but it could be something completely different. It could be that during rewrites, they were like, you know what? It sounds better if we do Brave New World instead of New World Order. So interesting. Uh, I sent you a thing that um, uh, what is who is that? Oh, James Gunn is canon inside the DC universe, the, the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Little Barry has a poster of Scooby-Doo two monsters unleashed on his wall which was created by James Gunn. So, yep. 
Yep. So he's officially there. He's official. <laughs> he's officially officially canon. Yep. Um. Uh, we're getting a new Superman animated series on Adult Swim of all places. It's called My Adventures yeah, with Superman. Yeah, that's. I don't know how I feel about that. It's a serialized coming-of-age story catching up with 20-something Clark Kent, the bright and driven Lois Lane, and their best friend Jimmy Olsen as they begin to discover who they are and everything they can accomplish together as an investigative reporting team at the Daily Planet. The story follows Clark as he builds his secret identity as Superman and explores his own mysterious origins. Lois, on her way to becoming a star reporter, teams up with photographer Jimmy Olsen to break the stories that matter. All the while, Clark and Lois are falling in love as Lois gets closer and closer to uncovering his secret identity. It's, so it kind of annoys me that he's got a secret identity because we, I mean, at this point, like, he's 20 something though, you know? Yes, I get it. He's younger, but still, it's just kind of like, come on. It's, come it's, on. it's also very interesting that it's coming to adult swim. Yeah, that is kind of interesting, but we did get the adult Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's true. But that came on HBO Max, like where they could at right. least do swearing and stuff. Right. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I sent you a trailer for Bottoms. Yeah. Um, where the, the unattractive girls um, start a basically a fight club. Yeah, like that. That got wild. Yeah. In that trailer. It, it was very um, slow in the beginning. <laughs> then it wasn't. Yeah. And it's not just like they're unattractive. They're, they're lesbians. Yeah. Uh, who like straight girls. And then you have like really over the top. Um, I, I even call them stereotypical. It's over the top stereotypical, like jocks, football players. And it takes place at a high school. And like you said, they start a fight club and they just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> yes, they do. But these are the people that are on the bottom of the pecking order in the yeah, yeah. But it's not just a fight club. It's it starts off as like a self defense kind of club. So it's self defense yes. turns yes. to fight club. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you I say the trailer for that, Expendables yeah. Four. Yeah, and they put the four right in there for the A. Yeah, so my issues with this trailer is old blood versus new blood, and the new blood is Iko Ues and Tony Ja, who are not young, and they already <laughs> did the old blood versus new blood gimmick in like part two or three when they brought in that whole crew of younger Expendables, if you will, that had uh-huh. to be rescued by the older Expendables. So like, uh-huh. I don't, I don't like that old blood versus new blood thing because yeah. when your new blood's in his forties. <laughs> How old is the old blood? And they shouldn't be keeping up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to watch the hell out of it. Uh, I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the after party season two. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even need to watch the trailer because I just I love the first season and I know that it's going to be amazing. Yep. I'm here for it. New cast. Same detective, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, also, and and the uh, the main character from the first one. Yes. Back. Yes, he's back. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, 
I sent you an interesting one for Paramount Plus Special Ops Lioness. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's got Zoe Zeldana, Nicole Kidman, um, basically CIA operative, uh, badass Ethan Hunt type trying to balance personal life and professional life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It didn't do a whole lot for me. No. You sent me the trailer of Till Death Do Us Part, which I then accidentally sent you again today after <laughs> I watched it when I meant to send it to somebody else. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure I sent him that. Yeah. So here's my thoughts on the trailer. The trailer is absolute garbage. Yes. Uh, and it's terrible. The trailer is terrible. It's edited poorly. The music is bad. Like the trailer is just absolutely god awful terrible, quite frankly. Yep. However, that being said, the <laughs> movie looks good. Like the, the like the if you look at like the, the potential of what the movie could be, you know, guys that brought us Final Destination, you know, kind of what's going on in it. I, I'm intrigued. I want to see what it's about. But the, yeah, the trailer is just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be just that. It could be that um this is a, a case of poor trailer, but the movie will yeah. be okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, exactly. I pre-ordered Evil Dead Rise 4K UHD from Great Britain, Amazon UK, because it's the only place you can get the commentary track, and that's what I wanted. Yep. Yep, I knew that was coming. Yep. Um, you sent me a uh, a thing that said, go to this website and enter this code, and I sent you a, <laughs> did you get hacked or did you actually send this to me? <laughs> and, and you were you were absolutely right because i didn't realize it until afterwards and i was like oh yeah i literally sent you a text that said go to this website with a weird link enter this code yeah yeah <clears throat> that's how scams happen but uh, uh secret evasion first five minutes yep it's gonna okay. be good i mean i didn't really need to watch it i was gonna watch it anyways yep Got me excited. Um, okay. So during the game awards or not the game awards, summer game fest or whatever, they gave us the first full look at twisted metal. And as a lot of people said, there are a couple of major problems here. For one thing, twisted metal is about car combat and these guys were not in their cars. Uh, Anthony Mackie does say at one point, can we get back in the cars? And sweet tooth says no. And actually it's not sweet tooth. Sweet tooth is his vehicle. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> like Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this, <sighs> I don't even know. Um, hold on. On what his driver's name was. Uh, Needles Kane. That's the driver's name. Needles Kane, which, you know, when he's dressed up as a clown, it's even creepier. Um, so the thing about this is, as I pointed out to you, it's Samoa Joe playing Needles Kane, except yes. they, they used Will Arnett's voice. Which does not fit. No. And there's no, no. reason for it. Um, yeah. 
the vibe of the entire trailer was ridiculous. Yep. If, if this wasn't Twisted Metal, if they hadn't slapped the Twisted Metal brand name on this, I might be like, oh, that'll be kind of fun. You know, that looks goofy. That looks kooky. Twisted Metal's not goofy and kooky. Twisted Metal's is supposed to be dark and twisted. So, oh. The title, Twisted Metal. Uh-huh. So, it yep. really, like, this made, I remember when we first talked about it, and I was like, I'm hesitant, but maybe they can do it well. Now that I've seen this trailer, I have zero hope that this is going to be good. I think this is going to be garbage. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate because it's a video game movie and, and video game movies just don't seem amazingly well or they're just terrible. Yeah, it's a TV series, so it's going to be even worse than we thought. Oh, okay, Yeah. Yeah. It's TV series. Yeah, Yeah, that that is worse. Yep. That is much worse. So, yeah, expect me to watch it and shit on it a lot. I will be ready for it then. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that's it. I just want to vent for a moment. Okay. And then I have to ask you a question afterwards. So go ahead. Yeah. I really wish I could find a movie or watch movies today that gave me, that give me the excitement that watching the old horror movies from the eighties does. Okay. You know, like that look and that feel like when I sit down at night and I'm like, man, I want to watch. I want to watch a horror movie. I want to watch like a Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street or The Burning or Graduation Day or Final Exam or like, you know, a movie that has that. Shot in the 80s look and feel and story. But I've but I feel like I've seen them all. Okay. And. We kind of got that with a couple years ago with Summer of 84. So, like, we got a new movie that had that feel. And that's what I want. I want more new movies that have that 1980s feel. And I don't mean because it takes place in the 80s or, like, the late 70s, early 80s feel of how the movie was shot, how it was done, the cast, the lack of cell phones, the lack of Internet. (laughs) So it's believable when someone's stranded and they're, you know, they don't have a cell phone. They didn't exist, you know. Um I really want that style and feel of a movie, but like something I haven't seen before or something that's good because like when I'm watching movies now that either came out then and I didn't see them then they're either terrible because you can only have so many great movies, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're just, they're made now and they're, and they want to have that vibe and that feel and they're just not good. And, that's all. I just I want someone to make a movie that caters to what I want to see. Why don't you make it? Oh yeah, no, I got too much going on. I can't do that. Okay. It's a good thought though. Hmm. So thought. I have a question for you. Go. Do you plan on watching Transformers Rise of the Beasts? I don't think so. I don't either. I, I saw something the other day about the post credit scene that I thought I would share with you since you're okay. probably not going to watch it. And I'm not going to watch Big it. Spoiler, everybody. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the post credit scene shows the uh, the kid who's the main character, guy who's the main character. I don't even care. 
Um, yeah. and, and, uh, he's approached in his house or apartment or something by a government agent who tells him that, you know, they liked his work and they're putting together a special team to, uh, you know, handle threats like this that might happen in the future and leaves his business card and the logo on there is GI Joe. Really? So, so it looks like they're setting up a GI Joe transformers crossover on the big screen. Okay, well, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> the G.I. Joe movie. Okay. Oh, God. Snake Eyes doesn't count. Except for the Snake Eyes movie. <laughs> they really missed the boat on the G.I. Joe films. Yes. They took a, a fucking product, uh, you know, a storyline, if you will, characters. They took a, a world where they could have made some great war movies, some some fighting movies, um, and and they just did a terrible job. I mean, a terrible job with it. You know, I mean, ugh, outside of Snake Eyes, you know, like even The Rock couldn't save that movie on the, the sequel. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but all right, whatever. I, did <laughs> did you get a feeling for? Oh, you didn't watch it. So I didn't watch it. Who the who the who was it? Was it Joe Colton? Was it G.I. Joe himself that was there? I was it know. Duke or Flint? I don't know. Let's see. Da-da. Final scene explained. Da da da. Oh, it's the old guy. Yeah, Joe Colton. <clears throat> Might have been. Yeah. The movie's coda. Noah walks into an unassuming interview conducted by an unnamed individual played by Michael Kelly, only to realize that his exploits with the Transformers didn't go under everyone's radar as exposed. After picking up on the fact that this is no ordinary interview, Kelly's character reveals what's going on. Da-da-da. Um, BTs for Sector 7, the secretive government organization. Uh, the truth is much bigger than that. Noah finds himself being recruited for the job he'd be perfect for, joining the G.I. Joes. Yeah. Doesn't really say. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. All righty. Well, that is what it is then, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Mysterious government company run by Agent Burke. Played by House of Cards star Michael Kelly. Burke thanks Noah, gives Noah a business card. When he flips it over, it says G.I. Joe. Interesting. Yep. Well, that is it for me. That is it for me as well. Cool. Well, you can find me on the Twitter. I'm uh, I'm on, I'm Superstar Mel. If you want to talk to me there, I'm the Quantum Geek G33K. That is our show. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.